0: This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nononsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 88 is brought to us by Bybit. Check this out. Now, this applies to all new traders and all existing traders alike. We have ourselves an airdrop for the rest of February. Anybody who trades a total of $10,000 in volume, which for the entire month, when you include leverage and all that, should not be difficult for a lot of you. 20 traders will receive, no questions asked, $50 worth of ETH. They actually let me pick the token and said, anything that Bybit trades, I'm like, I don't know, let's do ETH. So there you go. Um, So if you know you have traded this much throughout the month of February, go to the rewards hub about a week later, check in. And see if you've gotten your free $50 worth of ETH. And if you're wanting to sign up for Bybit, make sure you do it through the link down below in the description. Because membership has its rewards. It is the 10 Minute Contrarian Podcast. And I want to have a little bit of a transition episode before we start moving on to other things. Because I think it's it's important to talk about things like this every once in a while. Because even though you guys pretty much understand you know my ethos when it comes to investing... And a number of you follow that. Uh, there's, it's still a confusing time right now, and I think people are getting paralyzed as to what to do because there's so much noise out there currently. You know, we we went through a long time with not a lot of noise at all, and now we just have noise left and right. You know, a lot of it has to do with the Fed. What is Jerome Powell thinking? What is he feeling? You know, all this bullshit. You know, we have a war going on. We have the second largest economy in the world trying to come back online, and all the while we have about 20 different unholy factors swirling together at the same time uh, that should be making this market do nothing but go down hard. Yeah, we have possible crises on the horizon. You know, so when the hell are you supposed to buy something? You know There are a lot of reasons to, but there are also a lot of reasons not to, at least in the short to mid term. Now we are a solutions-based podcast. I'll go ahead and get into the solution here, but I want to tell you a quick story first about how I got into investing. Um, so I've always been a a finance enthusiast. I wanted to be a stockbroker when I was like in second grade, you know, because I thought it was kind of like a game and I was big into Nintendo and stuff like that. And so I thought to be able to work, you know, kind of like gamers are now, you're playing a game for a living. I thought that was really cool. So that's what I wanted to do. I majored in finance in college. I flunked out and you know, life took me in other directions. It took me into the hospitality field. Now in 2012, I took a year off from waiting tables to become a food and beverage consultant. Cool job, lots of travel. Uh, it lasted exactly a year before the company went out of business because they were mismanaging funds. Uh, which we all kind of knew, but not to the scale that we thought it would go under. Uh, but none of us were surprised when it did. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of travel involved, and this was 2012. And this was back when business travel was at its absolute peak. Um, you barely see it at all now. Um, but back then, you know, people traveled to go talk to people and meet with them face-to-face especially in, you know, a lot of your popular stock sectors and especially in finance. I mean, on American carriers like American Airlines, Delta, they would feverishly compete for the business class, business traveler. And so you see your classic finance bros, you know, who are all like 6'5 with their Czech dress shirts and Patagonia vest and jeans and dress shoes. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about? You know your your fi- American finance bros. You know these people were everywhere, and it made sense because the market was doing nothing but going up. And, you know this is right when we finally got everything shaken out of the global financial crisis; the last few bad eggs had been finally pushed aside, uh, and it was up only. And this is before the discount carrier model had been implemented, so every single flight had in-flight entertainment, had screens. And almost everybody who was watching CNBC, like, it, it was just a vibe, the whole thing. It was so cool, you know, and even though I wasn't really a part of it, I felt like I was a part of it. And it motivated me to take the few spare dollars I had in my pocket and actually put it into the market and start investing. And even though the market was going up only, first couple of years, I managed to make so many stupid mistakes, but that was good because I got them all out of the way and I got them out of the way very cheaply. And you also have to remember, I had my time in penny stocks back in 2009, 2010. So I'd already made a lot of dumb mistakes there, too. Um, But it all had to wash out again. You know, it's what I tell all the young crypto guys now. They're like, oh, boo-hoo, I lost my life savings in crypto. I'm like, you're 21 years old. What was your life savings? I'm glad you lost it. You know, you got to learn very cheaply, as did I. You know, and then I learned to actually buy something and then just sit on it. And as you know what the 2010s were like, that was the move. You know, I wasn't some great stock picker. It's just that everything was going up. You know, it's like, hey, VP, stop acting like you know what you're doing when you clearly don't. You know, I know people who have been in this business for 30 years who still have not come to this realization that I did in about a two-year span back in probably 2012 to 2014. And realizing this and then learning how to just buy and hold uh, was the real turning point in my investment career. Then right around 2016, 2017, I started learning more about the contrarian side of things and how things are good until they're not. And then when they're not, you better be not left holding the bag because the majority of people will. Plus, you know, a lot of these contrarian investments could go up no matter what because there are real use cases involved. There's real scarcity involved a lot of the times. A lot of these markets aren't very big, and guess what, VP? You're not the only person in the world looking at this sector. So I decided right around 2018 that the time to act was then, even though I could be very early, like uncomfortably early to where I'd have to sit there and watch these things go up and down a lot before I could ever really take some meaningful profit. But around early 2018, I got into gold and silver and their respective mining stocks, And if anybody wants to call bullshit on me at any point in time, I've chronicled all this either on the blog or on a podcast. Uh, But then later in 2020 with Bitcoin, uh, right around the 8,000 range, and then later in 2020 with uranium. Now what do all three of these sectors have in common? Well, not very long after I invested in these things, they began to go up and then never really came all the way back down. Um, Some of these things like uranium and Bitcoin went up a lot and all three of these sectors have given me the opportunity to take some profit along the way while still keeping a good portion of the stocks I originally bought and the coins I originally bought Uh, yet still that's not the main reason why I bought them I bought them to hold for a very long time until the point to where I feel that it's no longer prudent to hold them. And that was a time where my businesses were doing well, money was doing well at the restaurants, and my channel was just starting to get big at the same time. So I actually had money that I could put down and say, okay, I don't need this money. Let's invest in my future, however long that takes. You know, this would have been a lot harder to do years prior because I just didn't have that type of money on me. Um, Yet I didn't let that stop me from investing anyway, and getting that key experience under my belt. You know, I've been asked before do, you, do I have any regrets when it comes to trading or investing? I tell people not one, because despite all of my failures, some of them massive, you know, they all led me to here. You know, and I don't really have a strong idea of what the future holds. I have, you know, educated guesses like anybody else does. You know, but either way, I'm glad I'm where I'm at now. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all those failures. Uh, but the key thing I did was not let my lack of knowledge or certainty paralyze me from buying anyway. I'm glad I took action. Now I say it all the time. Fortune favors the bold. Nothing favors the timid. You may think it favors the timid when you're looking at something you might want to buy, and then you don't, and then price goes down. But I'm telling you, that wasn't really a win. You know, let's veer away from those instant successes and talk about some of my other investments. Now I got into copper more heavy in 2021, one year too damn late, or was it now? But from 2020 to 2021, copper, the price of copper per troy ounce uh, almost doubled there for a minute and then came down a little bit and settled right about like the $4, $4.50 mark. And that continues to be where we are today. Uh, carbon credits, not my idea, somebody else's idea, but I like the idea a lot. And yes, I still do. Uh, but something had to go for tax loss harvesting purposes, so may as well take the, the one sector that performed the worst, dump that one, and look to enter back in, which I do plan on doing. Carbon credits are hated, but they're still happening. You know, all the numbers in the background are going nothing but up and to the right. So as of today, I have nothing to show for my copper picks, and I have nothing but losses to show for my carbon credits picks, uh, but it doesn't matter. I'm not looking for that really quick instant success that I had with those three investments I talked about before um, because I realized that's not normal and that's not why I bought these things anyway. I didn't buy these things to profit wildly in the span of a year. You know, I bought a natural gas ETF back when it was at $14.50 after a very large drop and it has dropped down into the eights quickly and I do not care because that's not why I bought it. I bought it for the future. You know, throughout all the ups and downs we've seen in crypto lately. You know, we've all been through this part together. So you know, you know, I want to move as much of my USD into crypto as I can once I think it gets as low as it's going to get. Now, I don't know when that's going to be. I don't even have numbers in my head like a lot of people do because I think that's a really really dumb way to go. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I don't think the big shakeout has occurred yet. So I have bought a little bit at pretty low prices, but not a lot, you know, not as much as I want. But here's the thing, and I think crypto is a good metaphor here. You are never going to buy at the bottom or probably anywhere near the bottom. You're never going to sell at the top or probably anywhere near the top. Once or twice in your life, it might happen, and you're going to think you're better than you probably are, but, you know, 49 out of 50 times it's just not going to be that way and not only are you never going to buy at the bottom you're never going to get as much as you wanted because at some point price is going to take off and it's going to take off for good and it never happens when we expect it to this is why all the people who make their money in finance and use social media are always wrong when they try to time these things. It's the most foolish thing you can do, but the majority of their audience are foolish people, so that's why they do it. You know, they're paid whores, and they've accepted this role, yeah, but it's just not real life. You know, in my experience, in real life, this is what I think you have to do. We need to kind of remind ourselves of this again. You just need to be historically correct. And by historically correct, I don't mean buying at bottoms. You know, crypto is weird. We kind of have the luxury of doing this because the market goes up a lot and goes down a lot. If there's anything we know um, that we can semi rely on, it's that. You know, so do most of your buying when it's cheap, like it still is, I believe. Don't worry about it if it goes down. Hell, buy a little more if you want to when it does go down and then be ready to take some profit when it goes back up because your future self is going to thank you for that as well. Now, something like gold is only about $200, $250 away from its all-time high. You know, we are not at anywhere near a bottom in gold, but gold is different. You know, being historically correct on gold usually just means buying as soon as you can, because it has been on a smooth trajectory up for a very long time, for good reason too, you know, especially now. You know, same with silver and copper. We might be seeing prices that historically seem a bit high, but we're also dealing with absolutely plummeting supply, uh, which is a situation that does not look like it's going to be correcting itself anytime this decade, and maybe not next decade either. You know, so let's just go back to the basics of contrarian investing here. You're, you have to be in this long-term. And by long-term, I mean more than a year, more than two years, probably more than three years, which means the money you put down cannot be money that you think you're going to need. If you ever do need it in an emergency, you can always call on it, but it has to be money you can afford to invest. It has to be money you can afford to lose. If you are doing these two things, then price-wise, it doesn't really matter when you buy. Even though we've seen a move back up in crypto, you could totally buy everything now because all you really need to do at the end of the day is be historically correct. We will all be judging our success when it's all said and done by a very zoomed out long term version of a price chart, whether that's in crypto, metals, anything, equities, all of it. You know, I've said this before too, if you're going to trade, trade. If you're going to invest, invest for a very long term. Just don't get stuck in that mushy middle because that's where people get buried. The people who go on social media and talk about the day-to-day stuff as if it really matters. The people who report on crypto happenings and in the thumbnail say, this is huge. It's never huge. It's just another brick in the wall when our history finally gets written. You know, and this is not what the vast, vast majority of investors do. I've met people who've been doing this for 25, 30 years, and they like to tell me how long they've been doing it, too. I've been doing this for 25, 30 years. Therefore, you should listen to what I say. You've been doing it incorrectly for 25 to 30 years, and because of that, nothing I can tell you is going to change your incorrect ways. You're still calling me over and say, hey, VP, look, you know, Bitcoin's about to break this daily trend line. Look at it. Look at it. You know, they're not us. We're not them. So be grateful for that. And don't act like them. None of this shit going on in the news right now matters as much as you think it does. Like I said before, it's just another brick in the wall of our history. Find the sectors you're bullish on and just simply invest in them. You know, if you want to go a little more micro, I've given you the playbook for the trailing buy. And being able to dollar cost average down that way, which to date I have not seen a better way to buy a stock or a crypto token. And just understand you're never going to buy at the bottom, you're never going to have as much as you want. But if you are historically correct, it's not going to matter. Just buy it anyway. You're not crazy, you're just early.